Hi, welcome back to another episode of Catalina Stars. And I'm Christina, and today I'm interviewing one of the most famous and well-known women on radio. I recently learned that she knows a lot about trust and friendship. It's Marianne from Brooklyn. She's a star because she knows who to trust, and stars can't sparkle without trust and friendship. Me and Sophia, Sophia is the podcast researcher. I'm here too. Watch and listen to the Howard Stern Show. With, with an adult. Yeah, with an adult. Howard Stern does a lot of great interviews. Like he interviewed Harry Styles, Katy Perry, Jewel, Ringo, Paul McCartney, and Baba Booey, and Fafa Fooey, and Tata Toothy. Oh, and he interviews Fred. Remember that interview with Fred? Oh, n- oh yeah. He can't do more than just a couple of minutes. <laughs> And we learned so much from them. They're so inspirational, and they have such good stories. And that's how we discovered Marianne. She's part of the show. Um, Christina, uh, she's calling. Oh, okay. Hi. Hi, Marianne. Hi, girls. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm good because I'm talking to you. Is it you and your sister or just you solo? What is it today? Tell me. It's me, Christina, and Sophia's here. Yeah, I'm going to ask a few questions. Uh, but Christina's going to okay, do it. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'm Sophia. I'm excited. Me too, and I'm a little nervous. I'm very nervous. <laughs> nervous for me? Come on. I'm nervous for you. Aww. Aww. Well, we just were seeing you bake cheesecake on Instagram. I made a regard to cheesecake for my family because they love it, and it's so, so many steps. It, it's ridiculous amount of work. I know. You posted, you posted so many videos with all different types of music that I really liked. Yeah, I was trying to like, connect like the music to the food, but to be honest, if I was better at like the, the, the music and the Instagram, I'd be, I'd be making, I'd be having more than Kim Kardashian. I just don't know how to get it all together. You had a... Oh, one day I will. One day I will. <laughs> you had a post about, like, why Kim Kardashian? What happened? You had a post I saw on Instagram about, like, why Kim Kardashian? Oh, my God, I know. Okay, so to get Kim K, it's me and you, me and you girls today. What are we talking about now? Oh, I'm recording. Is that okay? Yes, of course. Okay, well, we're going to talk about trust and friendship because you had a trust and friendship with Bobo, and I only know half of the story and I want to know the whole story. Okay, um, well, I think that uh, friendship and trust go hand in hand because that's what, you know, friends are for, that we could trust each other because sometimes we don't want to always like, talk to our family or, you know, friends Friends are the thing that keeps us going in life. So, Bobo and I have a very long history of 20 years and um, we've been friends, you know, outside of the show talk about our family, our, our lives, what, what matters to us. So, um, as you girls know, I love the Howard Stern Show, and Bobo had this whole big thing about his questions, and uh, I had to help him, you know, with his questions. So, I was happy to help him, you know, get his questions to the next level, but 
But unfortunately, the day we did his questions and it went on the air, he never told me that other people were helping him with questions over the years. So I felt very hurt by that because if he would have told me, then I could have incorporated it into the into our, like, you know, I don't want to say this, but into our time to get him back on. Or, like, I trusted him and I felt very betrayed because I said, why didn't he tell me he's taking questions from somebody, you know, other fans when all this time he's been saying they're his questions? That's it in a nutshell. Does it make sense to you? Yeah. yeah. So what you're saying is not only did he not not only did he not give credit to the people who asked the questions, he even bragged and said they were his? Right. But the point of that is you're right. He he had to say that he was calling with his questions, but the people that did give them and I have to tell tell this story is that they offered them to him and he took them. But after a while not that the people wanted their name out there, the fans, but they kind of felt like he keeps saying they're his questions, and never once in the whole time has he said, you know, a fan gave me these questions. He didn't even have to say the fan's name, because the fans that taught him the questions didn't necessarily want to get on there. They just felt like after a while he kept saying, how would I have another question for you? I crafted another question. So, you know, in his own brain, couldn't he have said, like, I'm not crafting these questions. I'm getting them from somebody else. That's just really rude of Bobo. I, right. <laughs> at least I think. Like I think it's a, I think it's a trust issue because he, he if he was going, so now let's get down to the why because we don't want to, we would rather talk about friendship and trust, but now let's get down to the why with Bobo. When he goes on the computer with me to do his Zoom for his questions, the day before he should have said, Marion, I have other questions from fans, and then we could have incorporated that, and I could have said, well, when did you start getting other questions from fans? I could have almost helped him punch himself out of his stupid paper bag, you know, but he never said anything to me, and then after the thing went on the air about his questions, everyone started contacting me on Twitter, on Facebook, on instant message, on uh, DMs and, and Instagram, so it, it was a lot, you know, so... Yeah, it was um like Julia Caesar, um E. Right. Bruta. You girls are so smart. Like I tell your mom, you're two small cookies over there. There's nothing like being smart and educated and being fair-minded like you guys are, and I love that about you. But how would you feel? You tell me. Am I getting too dramatic? No. Am I? Am I? No. Sophia, me both had the same answer. No. Cause like after you get but. But, sorry, after you get betrayed by a friend for many years, how do you just, like, go, like, don't worry, I'm fine? Like, that was many years. How do you, how do you trust again? Yeah. Well, it's, right, it, it, it's hard. And, and the thing, like, I want to tell, like, you and my daughter, well, my daughter's 30 now, my son's a big boy, but, like, you know, these friendships are based on trust. Like, that's what a friendship is really about. A friendship is, to me, the, the number one thing is, of course, you want to have the same interest and, and you know, maybe similar age group. But trust is the number one factor. Like, let's say you had a bad day at school, something happened, you want to tell your friend. You want to be able to trust them that you, whatever you confide in them stays with them or they're not telling you a lie about something and we're not telling them a lie. I base myself on being very trustworthy to the fact that 
When I was growing up, my dad used to say to me, you're too honest. Can't you be, a, you know, he was like, you're too honest. You're too forthright. You're too, you wear your heart on your sleeve. Maybe I take it down a notch. And that could be a fault, maybe. Maybe I am too too trusting and, and too Never. honest. And, and too and two, and two in your face, you know what I mean? <laughs> Never. You're not. That's what makes you a good friend, a good person to trust. Because you could trust. I could trust you, Marianne. I, I could trust you. I know. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I could trust you. And you, and you could be my, my granddaughter because I'm getting old now. But, like, I trust you. I like the way you girls operate. I like the way... Mommy's raising you. I like everything about you, girls. I think you you have girl power. I think you're smart. No, I don't think you're smart. I know you guys are smart. You put a lot of energy and work into your product. You, you research, and, and that's part of being trusting because if you want to talk about something, you want to research it, so you want to be trustworthy to your audience. So you have all that going on for you. Yeah. Sophia's a researcher. <laughs> Thank you, Marianne. It's, it's nice to feel to have that. You know, it's nice to be proud of yourself and, and the, the radio podcast you put on and everything you put into it with your heart and your soul and your, your trust factor. What I want to know is, is Bobo a friend now? Like, is did he say sorry and he's like, I'm sorry, I really shouldn't have done that? Or no, he's still going along with, like, this is my, another of my question. Right. Well, I'll tell you, it's funny because, you know what, I'm going to give you the scoop before I even tell how it's still. He hasn't oh reached out to me privately. He, 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 he hasn't sent me a card to say, Mary, and I apologize, really. In fact, he went on the end and gave us, I hate, can I say half this? I don't know if I should say that, but can I say that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he gave a half-ass apology, which was not nice. Like, he really didn't mean it. And he really didn't, like, take any time to, well, I blocked his phone number and stuff, but he's got my emails, so I don't think I blocked that. But he he never really reached out to say, like, I'm truly sorry. It's all about him, like, he, he's on to the next thing, the next person. Because I found out a couple of days later, uh, a, a so-called fan friend, said, oh, I'm going out to eat lunch with him. And I said, like, all this time, he didn't want to go out to eat lunch with his fan friend, sorry to say, but now he dropped me, so he's picking on somebody else just to fill in that voice. So what did my friendship really mean to him? It didn't mean much then, you know? Like, I'm crushed when I when, when I heard somebody, and I and I still feel weird that this happened, that he did this to me. And I feel, when I think about him, smoke comes out of my ears still. All these weeks later, I'm angry about it. Yeah. Oh, Sophia, go. It's just, it sounds like you're so hurt. I can't believe you did that to me. I, I, I am. I, I'm hurt by it. What do you girls think? I think that, like, the definition of a friend is someone who says sorry for something, even if they think they're right, they still say sorry. Like, maybe they could say, I'm sorry, I don't know what hurt you and I did I promise you I didn't mean to hurt you it's just like I guess I did and I'm sorry for that I'm really truly sorry about that that's the definition of a friendship I agree I think sometimes even even if we think we're right or if we don't think it's such a big deal if we know we hurt someone that was a friend to that extent 
I would do that as well. I would say, oh boy, I made a mistake. I really, really, you know, I'm sorry. But now I don't even think, to be honest, when he, if he would say that to me, I don't think I could trust him. I don't think it would be sincere. I don't think it would be honest. No, if, if he did that and he's not apologizing now, but if like you do, if he were to apologize another time, I wouldn't believe it. I would say, no, you hurt me. And why did it take you this long to apologize? Tell me why you're sorry. Like get him to feel as bad as he made you. Just no, that friendship would not work out if he, he hurt you this much. No. And I really believe that. I think it's a friendship that we had. We, I thought we had a good friendship, and I don't think I could go back. I don't feel that same desire to speak to him about his family or mine or anything about the world. And, you know, like, even when this terrible uh, shooting happened, like, he would call me and he would say, oh, my God, well, look what's happening. He has, a, he has a teenage boy in school as well. And I would say... I don't know what we're going to do. The children of the world have to be safe. But we'd have those conversations. So now, like, I don't trust him. I don't want to have those conversations with him anymore. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm over it. I'm done. I, I feel like I wasted a lot of my valuable time helping him put him in right directions if he needed a favor. And I feel like all that was wasted energy on my part. Like, I was used, like, a, just not really being fair, you know. But he, he broke the chain. What am I going to do? He broke the chain like Fleetwood Mac said. Like, if you don't love me now, you'll never love me again. And I can still hear you saying that we must never break the chain. But he broke the chain. He broke yeah, it. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Because I, I was thinking, oh, wait, I, I was thinking of songs too about it. In fact, I was singing, um, um, what's that song? Oh, boy. It's like, you know, I'm getting all that. I, I write these songs about him. I swear to you. I, I hear a song. And I go like, um, the little rascals had a song. I can't think of the name of it now. Well, Bono did, uh, you know, a, a song, and I and I put his name and his weight, and I go, this is relates to him. This is like you, you hear songs that it relates to something like you said with Fleetwood Mac. It relates to him, right? The chain is broken, and that's the trust. Yeah. It's like all I don't need in Bobo in my life, <laughs> so I follow Bobo right now. That's right. Bobo, you stink, you, you stink, you stink, you stink. <laughs> Where is Bobo? Where is Bobo? No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> want to hear something funny? Yeah. Bobo, I, I made a, a Bobo-free account because I wanted to be Bobo-free. That's my mantra. And the other day I went to go on and it got locked and suspended because the picture I put up, I don't know if I should say this, that he was in his bankini. Got, must have got like the, you know maybe it's like too risque or too too uh, damaging so they blocked <laughs> my account for now so I'll tell you what Jeff the Drunk said to me Jeff the Drunk and you're getting all this you know Jeff the Drunk said to me better better it's blocked and suspended so you don't give him any more airtime or anything to, to feed his ego and I go you know what just one small cookie too he's right so I think I may just let it let it lie you know I just, I can't believe he would just do that to you. And I think Jeff, I think Jeff's right. Because Bobo's a Bobo. Because in Spanish, Bobo means dummy. So he's a dummy. 
Literally, his name it's is a dummy. I know. When you tweeted that out, I go, oh my gosh, this girl's a genius. Bobo means dummy in Spanish, and it's, and it's true. Maybe that's why he's named Bobo. He's a dummy. But what about Howard? He always, like, hangs up on you. Howard hangs up on me, but you know what? The thing is, as long as Howard keeps picking up on me, it's all good. I don't care if Howard hangs up. He picks up, that's all I need. Oh, look, that's all I need. <laughs> oh, my God. All, all I need. It's Howard in my life. Listen to me. What, what's happening with you two girls? Give me the update now, because enough about Bobo. Where, where are you at? With your podcast? Where is the broadcast? Tell me all the details. Well, pi- this podcast is wherever podcast can be found. And we actually got a question from Chris Hahn from the Aggressive Progressive. Unlike Bobo, we're giving credit to his question. And his question was, <laughs> what's the best pizza in Brooklyn? The best pizza from in Mary. Brooklyn is, I would say, and your mom knows because you guys have been baby for a while, we have Pizza Wagon, we have uh, Fifth Avenue and 86th Street, it's been there 40 years. We have L&B Salon, if you want a good square slice. So then, and the Sarah Pizza, which is in Midwood, unfortunately the orange is closed, but the family's still keeping the tradition going. So those would be my top, you know, top three. And then right, right here, a couple blocks from me, you got a good Vesuvio slice, or you got Gino's, you know. You got a lot of good pizza in Brooklyn. Yeah, Gino for the win. Right? Yeah, Gino for the win. I like Gino's. Gino's for the win? Oh, good. I'm happy. <laughs> they do have a good slice. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, the whole Catalina team's here. And she just reminded me that I have a really important question that I need to know your advice for. Like, everybody oh. needs to know your advice. Because I think this is a, like something that could happen and it's really important. Okay, let me say the question. How do you deal with being hurt so badly? Like, how do you deal with it and how do you know who to trust again? Like, how do you, if you meet somebody new, how do you know you could trust them? How do you deal with being hurt? Well, now if I meet somebody new, I'm not going to put my whole heart into it right away. I'm going to think. I'm going to see how the person acts. And, uh, you know, I'm much older now. I'm not a young young person, but for a younger person, I would say, look, I have a friend from the first grade. I went to school with Donna Lamonti, my best friend from first grade. We're still in touch. We still go to lunch. We still keep tabs on each other. Once a week, we're good friends. It's someone I could trust. Tell her all my secrets, all my good feelings, my bad feelings, and, um, I trust her. With Bobo, I think the thing that went wrong, there was like this sort of show, like competition to him. And and I think that like put, put a bad thing because he was more interested in the show than he was in our friendship. But I'm a very trustworthy person. Uh, you know, I trust people a lot. So I think I'll get over it. Am I hurt? So yes, I doubt I'm going to get over this. But will I trust again? Yeah, I 
I can agree with you 100%. Can you, Sophia? Yeah. I think the friendship should be more important, though. Like, friendship should last forever. Yeah, like you said, <coughs> you have a friend from first grade. That's obviously a, a real friend, not just a friend trying to get publicity or something or bragging right. that they're friends with you. And like, hey, I went to school with her. Follow me. Follow me. <laughs> no. I, that's, I do not like that. smart because that's what people who want publicity do they're like follow me follow me and you're like unfollow him unfollow him oh, i have i have one last question for a marianne enrique sorry does enrique iglesias like you i've never met enrique all, all i know is he gave me a big start to the beginning of the house stone show when i heard his song and i always loved enrique and I, and I wrote a song parody in my kitchen, and the rest is history. Would I love to meet Enrique and do a duet with him? Absolutely. <laughs> All I need. <laughs> All I need is power in my life. All I need. I don't want to go too far, but yeah, mm. it, it was, it, imagine that song that Enrique went, you know, wrote and they were making fun of his voice on the show, and he had, he had the, uh, the, the good grace in him to go on the show and, and let Howard interview him and talk about the song and maybe the, the mics were not correct that day or whatever. But he, he took it like a man and his voice is incredible and he wrote incredible songs. And that so right after that, they were having a song parody contest and that was stuck in my head. All I need. So I can imagine that. You know, that's fun. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, I I really like that you made um, a parody. Is that what it's called of the song? Cause he's actually a really good singer. Right, he's a really good singer, but and so are you. For some reason, yeah. <laughs> if if I was a, if really good singing was the way my voice was, then I'd be a good singer. But no, that's not good singing. That's bad singing. But. What, we, we can't have everything in life, so we have to learn how to go 
voice. I mean, what can I say? You know, this is me. This is me. All I need is... <laughs> I can tell you this. When I was in high school and Bruce Springsteen was very popular, I was in my backyard, you know, growing up in Benson, I was singing, born in the USA. My mother, well, I think it's like a, 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 um, looking out the window and saying, Stop singing, you're annoying the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> That's so rude. You have a beautiful voice. You're very brave. My mother didn't want to hear me screeching, and she didn't want the neighbors to hear me. I said, oops, you know, because I had a CD play on, I don't know, Google it later, and it, you put the earphones in here, it's a round thing, and you put the disc in, so when you're singing, you can't hear yourself, you could only, you know, you're only screeching to the neighbors, so that wasn't very fun, fun for her. For me, it was. For her, it was. Well, you're Marianne from Brooklyn, so no neighbor should be mad. I want to ask you, what's happening for the weekend? Are you celebrating? Are you going to go see the boats or anything? Or go to a parade for the soldiers? Watch Howard. <laughs> what happened? You're going to listen to Howard? Yeah. <laughs> On Memorial Day weekend? Okay. Because, we, you know, you guys know, Mommy knows there's a parade in Bay Ridge on Monday. We always know because... All the like soldiers march and the veterans, so it's really nice. And I, I wish everybody a happy, healthy, safe Memorial Day. And I, I pray for a lot of people, all of us. I, I, I really mean. I hope and pray that the world comes together. You know, to to be safe. Everybody wants to just live a quiet, peaceful, safe life and not have any drama with people either. That's part of a good life too. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I love you, Marianne. You're amazing. You. You're amazing. I love, you. I, love, I love both of you. I, I love that you're on the radio at this age, at a young age. I love that you have a lot of confidence, you girls. I love everything about you. I love that you're smart. My two children are smart, and I love that about them. I'm not that smart. It makes me so proud. Because I, I, I just love how you do research, how, how you retain everything, how you know everything, and it just makes me feel so good as if you were my own family. It makes me feel very Aww. proud two girls like you having such a beautiful podcast and a lot of fun. I see you going bigger, 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 and better places. You know that? And I'm glad I met you two. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so thankful that I met you. Now that's friendship. Yeah, this that's is friendship. It's all about the power of how it's how your mom loves the show and how uh, we connected through the show. So it's uh, the power of Howard. That's what we have yeah. to say. A family. Because you're the mother of the whack pack. It's a family. <laughs> it's a family. That's right, it is. And you're the mother. It's a family. Thank you. We're one big, we're one big really extended family. I meet so many people that love the show and that don't have, you know, such a big voice because they can't call, meaning like, they can't get on or they can't call, but when they see me, they, they, they love to talk about the show, and that's all we do is talk about the show. Sometimes my husband goes, where are you? I go, I was on the avenue, and he goes, like, five, two hours later, go, and I go, well, I met someone who recognized me from the show, and I was still talking about the show. So it's all about Howard and the show, and that's how all of us connected. It's amazing. <laughs> well, all right. So, uh, is, 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 is that good? Did we cover enough? I mean, if, yeah. if I get any more information about the bubble saga, we 
when she when she thinks of a past event like the Bobo thing she thinks of music and songs and thinks of who hurt her or who yeah because that's what I do a lot and um, I think it's amazing that it's not just me it's her too and she's just amazing and brave and and honest and even though someone hurt her she still has other great people in her life she's really growing she's really strong and uh, brave and trustful, because she's full of trust. All I need. Thank you. Bye.